I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse store man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. I mean, girl, if you're not limping, you're chewing, girl. What is wrong with you? We're talking about my cat. Your kitty kitty. My puss. Your actual kitty. Yeah, my actual. Your animal pet kitty. My gato. Yeah, my chunky calico gato is. Love her. Love the clear. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's been a whole like hour. 45 minutes. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I just spent the last 45 minutes on the floor with my foam roller, like, rolling my back out. Mm-hmm. Who knew striking was so strenuous? <laughs> Who knew that the strike was strenuous and superfluous at the same time? It is. We had such a good time. We did. I mean, honestly, it was such a great time. Today, um, for those you don't know, I am one of the strike captains. Um, and uh, my position today was at 30 Rock, which is my first time being in that position. Loved and you it. did such a great job. Thanks. I can't speak for me, but it felt good. I can I can speak for you. You owned that bullhorn. That mm-hmm. bullhorn was your little bitch. Yeah. That's my girl right there. We love. It was so much fun. Oh, look, you're blurry, Tina. Um, I like, I have mixed feelings about the blurred background. Me too. Thing. <laughs> but not today because my bed's not made. Oops, I said Oops, it Oops, whoops. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really think, and for those of you, you know, because we won't have the visual medium for this one, um, but just know that I'm in a Florida, you know, the head-to-toe ball gown, sequenced, um, cinched. Blown um, out. Blown out. Face, <laughs> for the gods. So, it's all good. See, you just don't yeah. even know. Um, you're missing it all. Um, anyway, yeah. No, we both look pretty good, actually, considering we've been outside all day. In yeah, well, I got I got rain. I'm sure you did, too, but I got rained on from the train home. And oh. that was just, just, you know, I got home and I was like, I'm wet now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot. I'm dehydrated. I'm wet. <laughs> yeah. I ate a Lara bar. That's literally all I've eaten today. I'm, like, eating. I'm, like, drinking water. Like, it's nobody's biz literally but i mean what a star-studded event like we had such a good time i before like right as i got there i saw you and i turned to my right and i saw the bone yang yeah which was so great of him to join because we were right outside of nbc studios which is of course where snl happens yeah and um yeah i mean there were there were like rivera was there Geraldo rivera walking leading the line with a little cane like ricketying along what what a legend um but and there were a lot of people that i don't know their names but i recognize from From everything yeah it was really kind of a great like swath of representation across Mm -hmm. the board of people who are like definitely recognizable and then like people that are like i think i saw you on a show once yeah yeah um and then just you know like people like me who have you know ambiguity but uh <laughs> not okay, a, okay, not a legend yet. Times Square. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it really was that. And honestly, this is, you know, this isn't my first rodeo finally. Now I'm kind of no, like, of course not. Yeah. I thought it, I, it, you know, my first time being a captain was last week, our first day of striking. And now it's like such an honor to uh, continue to do that. And um, today was a really cool start because when I got there, um, so many of my board members were there, but also Duncan Crabtree Ireland, our head he negotiator. Oh, he was there. Yes. Yes, I adore him. I think he is fabulous and he is my boo-boo. Like and we- that was 
Yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say that's like such another great level of representation that like is showing up to the lines. Like we had Duncan yes. show up, then we had the representative from the front from the French Union yep. uh show up, and then we had that guy from like the uh like Slovenia, Croatia, yeah. Croatia. show up. There's so much global representation on the line. Yes. Even, and this is my first time doing anything like this. I've never striked before. I've never mm-hmm. done any of, of the the marches or whatnot. Because I'm kind of, a, I'm, I'm sketched out in crowds for the most part. Sure. But this felt very controlled, very safe, very organized. And oh, yeah. it was just very cool to experience that for the first time, like boots on the ground kind of thing. Instead of just watching watching the highlight reel, if you will, on social media. And seeing yeah. the involvement of all of the people on your side of things, on like mm-hmm. the the actual like board members, and then also like union the people, presence. right? The union presence from the top, and then everyone else. It just it just felt so good, you know. Like there was there was good good vibes, good vibes happening. Good vibes. Shout out to the staff too, because you know us strike captains are are actors. We're still the actors, so it's so impressive to show up on site. And I'm earlier than anyone, except there's the staff already set up with tables, sign-in sheets, organized, organized, organized. I mean, especially considering how many places we're at all at the same time in different coasts and different states. Um, it's just really, it's really amazing to be part of something that's so organized and so um, passionate. Everybody believes what we're doing is the right thing because it is the right thing. Um, you know, and I got some really great interviews with some Korean newspapers and all sorts of really wonderful people today were um, giving me some great interviews. And it was just nice to be able to talk about, you know, what, the main question was, why are you striking? And it's not that people don't know, but they want to hear from us why we are striking. And it's really the same thing across the board. It's that we are not being paid the right wage for our creativity. Everything is built upon our creativity. And I'm talking about the writers, the actors, performers, all the creativity is coming from us, yet we're seeing pennies on the dollar that these um, executives and those in the AMPTP are making millions and millions and millions and millions and millions off of, and we're not seeing it. So um, this is for the future, not just of labor, but of artists, of people um, across the globe. Um, we had people from Europe there. Um, the UK contingency uh, was there uh, in, in union union form. We had nurses. The nurses union was with us. Um, FedEx, a couple people were out there. So it's like, yeah, it was really just great. And it was just well, really cool. Exactly. And also just like the the response from people driving by. Like, mm-hmm. like how my favorite, my favorite thing that I saw all day was, I don't want to presume that it was an Uber driver, but it was some driver of some kind in a black car yeah. driving past um, 30 Rock. And he was honking and he slowed down and he showed his SAG card out oh. of the uh, passenger side window as he kind of like slowly inched by. And I was like, oh, I wish I was fast enough to get a picture of that because it was such a great moment throughout the day. But then you also had like, of course, the the trucks that were honking and oh, yes. making making note of like the companies of the trucks that they were Easter. driving. Like, yeah. like Sintas was one of them. FedEx was one of them. Mm-hmm. Like they all were. It was such a great feeling of like what what feels more like beyond just a SAG after strike. Yeah a more general labor movement strike yes. where there are so many people across all industries standing in solidarity with the union to get what we're asking for because this very much feels like a domino like we if if we negotiate and get what we want the dominoes will drop for everyone else yes. because it'll be showing that it's possible that you can beat such conglomerates of such recognizable brand names. We can, and, and we always can. Let's say that again. Exactly. Right? 
Because we're still here because we have won every strike we've ever done. So we will win. And the the general public not only is on our side, the labor movement is on our side, other countries are on our side. No one is on AMPTP's side except those sitting in those chairs. Truly, um, it's just just a matter of time. And we, we have all the time. We're here. Exactly. We're not working, so we have time. Now, I kind of want to talk about what I had mentioned this to you on the train on the way back, but there was a um, a sit down with Bob Iger from Disney mm-hmm. talking. Um, it, I'm on CNN Business right now, and it just says, like, in an offsite meeting on Tuesday, Disney chief executives spoke to senior leaders of the company's television business. Uh, the meeting came days after Iger candidly made remarks to CNBC's uh, David Farber. He said that linear business may not be core to to the entertainment giant, meaning Disney, um, a comment that immediately sent shockwaves through the industry. Um, and he says that it set off, naturally set off alarm bells inside of Gen- Disney General Entertainment. Um, and he has been experiencing high anxiety, uh, environment, uh, left staff in the dark by not communicating directly, Um like so i guess what he's i guess what they're trying to infer here is that because like disney's linear business may not be core quote unquote to the entertainment giant like does that mean that he's dismantling things we saw something there was a headline about how he could potentially be selling apple um these are all these are all targeted things that are being released to make us seem like we have less power and control over what's happening um, nobody buys it, baby boo. I'm sorry. You're Disney. Your literal thing is making film and television. That's literally what you do. You have theme parks, you have video games, but really your IPs stem from your television and your films, which is what Disney Plus is, my boo. So no one's buying it. I'm sorry. Uh, I think what it is is to, I think it's being released and and a lot of reporters, unfortunately, you know, are kind of put in a bad position where they're like interviewing these, these humans and they're saying kind of really um, things that A, don't really make any sense whatsoever and also are meant to scare us and the labor union and the general public into thinking that, wait, maybe we don't need all of this stuff. But literally Disney is a creative, it is a, it is a production it literally is built on the backs of IPs, um, of characters, of voiceover things, of animation, truly. Um, so, I mean, okay, weird. That's like somebody coming out from Nabisco and be like, I don't know, we're not really into cookies right now. <laughs> okay, but no what more, are you? No more cookies, guys. What do you do? Like, what yeah. do you do then? So, like, I think Disney's very, a big company, and it's a, and honestly, I've, I've, I've loved Disney for years, but um, that's not who we're battling right now. We're battling Bob and the people sitting in the MPT chair of Disney. Yeah. And just just to make note, um, I'm looking here at a little blurb that his net that Bob Iger specifically, his net worth is estimated to be around three hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, his annual pay is twenty seven million per year. Yeah. So, and that is average to be uh, on average, it is seven hundred and eighty seven times more than the average salary of any Disney employee. Cool. So, like, that's that's insane that he's suggesting that like the things that artists are creating and the IP that people are creating for Disney just aren't their core business anymore. This is not it for us. That's just this not is it. not it for us. Like what? I wonder like, what is it though. I'm just my question is like, did he say what it it was? No, like, he didn't because and that's and that's a very good point to make. It's like without 
writers and animators and other creators, Disney would have would not exist at all. Or actors or anyone literally right. performing the shit that people are. Yeah, it's just to me, um, this is just such a great example of like that meant nothing. Whatever you just said, I have no idea what that even means. Like right. literally, it's gobbledygook. It's to make people go, oh, you know, Bob's means business and he means that he doesn't need uh all this stuff but what is disney then i don't know what you are then if you don't do movies and tv and film like what are you what are, what are you doing and i was just saying like, movies and tv are the same thing but you know what i mean it's like all the same shit like what what do you mean you do so i really don't know what he does and also the people that are at the theme parks are actors the people that are um hello um the people that are they call them cast mates even the people just sweeping the floors are cast members you know why because it is a it is a production literally from the top down is a production so i have no idea what the hell he means i don't know if he's like did some ayahuasca and then he took that interview like i don't know what he was doing when he did that but um yeah he's silly i don't know yeah i mean it's kind of yeah it's like you said it's nabisco saying that they don't do cookies coca-cola's like we're not really in the drink biz we're not into sodas (laughs) what do you do like what do you do then like it's so weird i think he I think he's trying to insinuate that like he wants to focus more probably on like ABC and like whatever and maybe um because they own everything you know Marvel blah blah but that's still TV and film honey that's still TV um we are we are broadcasters also hun like if he's saying he doesn't want if it's ABC that he's talking about that they're gonna focus on that well guess what we are the we're the union where all the the guys are everybody's in there all the broadcasters men and women who broadcast every day under and under abc so i really just don't understand what he's talking about i think it's just it seems like a um a tactic to just distract us and i i'm sorry that he feels stressed out that must be really hard for him considering you know right. he got yesterday that's cool i mean i'm stressed <laughs> out too welcome right so i'm so i'm so stressed out on my second 190 foot yacht oh God, yeah, yeah. Therapist, he can't find a good one apparently. So, <laughs> or somebody to talk to him. I mean, it's like what Fran Drescher said. Why is he talking? Put him back in a room, Disney. Put him yeah. in a room because he's saying dumb stuff. Well, and I think we've made this point before, but uh, but the people who are in uh amptp and who are the heads of these networks have never created anything no like they're pushing their number pushers their data entry at this sure. point they're they're looking at charts and graphs and and speculating what will work what won't work what growth strategy they have like analytics yeah. et cetera, et cetera. which of course is important for business so because important. you don't want to go under but at the same time like but like creating art and capitalism as we've talked about before is difficult and so now we're looking at the growing pains of I'm really like the crash course of uh creating mass media, mass art under strictly capitalism mm-hmm. and allowing the people at the top to kind of choke off the creatives and still demand the same amount of work from them. Right. Right. So and here I we think, are. <laughs> here we are. But also we've existed for 90 years and it's worked out. So I think that right. it- obviously can be done i believe that we can in this in any market and anything we are one of the biggest performers unions in the in the world and we've been able to thrive in this country specifically so we can continue to do that the problem is is they have to sit down and negotiate with us instead of stonewalling and not giving us literally anything that's that's all we're asking um and i think that what's so crazy is it could have been this could have been avoided 
months ago. Like this could have been avoided over six weeks ago if they would have just sat down and actually heard us out instead of saying really insane things like taking someone's likeness, um, their AI likeness for background, using paying them for maybe a half day, literally a half day is what the tech said, not even a full day, and then using that in perpetuity. I don't know anyone who thinks that's a nice thing to do, a good thing to do, or is it in, in any way uh, is not stripping us of our autonomy. So I don't really understand. Also, ugh, it's like the uncan uncanny valley of it all. Like, do we really want a background of people that really aren't there? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. And, and again, not to even sound old fashioned, if that's the way it's going, then you pay those people for using their likeness in their bodies. You know what? I love a video game, but I don't want every single movie to look like one. No. So stupid it's I'm weird trying to, look up, trying to look up on wikipedia what the walt disney uh company is and um it just seems to me like they make tv film and uh their productions so it's just really hard for me to understand right what he's talking about <laughs> i'm looking for the breakdown you might have easier access to this yeah. than i do but i'm looking for the breakdown of what sag was asking and the ampgp's response sure. i think i have it right here i've been seeing it on uh the socials and i haven't been able here we go i'm looking I have at this here. Yeah. studio do 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 yeah so um for inflation we asked for 11 percent for just a wage increase because that's literally what the math is and they said five percent in year one four percent in year two and 3.5 in year three so it's just going to decline and it's not even remotely half of what we asked for so that's the only one that they like sort of play ball with um, the new media revenue sharing were cast in the, uh, in the revenue generated when their performances are exhibited on streaming would allow cast to share in the success of high pro. So if we are the main people in it, why not share some of that revenue in terms of like stocks and other, other things? They just rejected that. They didn't even try. Um, yeah. Increasing well, and yeah. Sorry. Sure. It's saying, it's saying that they, they were offering 5%. Right. So I said we're five percent. Okay, sorry, one, sorry, four percent in year two, three point five in year three. Yeah, and okay, we asked okay. for eleven. So cute. That's not yeah. it. That doesn't equal that. Okay, I and, found a version uh, of this. That's why I'm like. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. There's just a lot of things. Um. Dancers, you know, are completely screwed. I mean, they said they should receive dancers should receive an additional compensation when they're asked to sing. Duh. Or lip sync in addition to dancing. Duh. On rehearsal and shoot days. This rehearsal and shoot. Um, they countered with just a 25% uh, rate, uh, but for the performances, not the rehearsals. Oh, good thing they stuck it to them there. Yeah. Again, like these are people doing a dual job, like they're 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 performing dancers. That's literally um dancers performing. Um, but if we if they want to add the singing component, you should pay them as a singer instead of just adding a little 25% only on performances, not rehearsals. Yeah. Um, yeah, dancers should be paid for the same uh same for rehearsal days as they are for performance days. Um, they tentatively agreed to the rehearsal day's proposal, which is good. Um, but then they rejected everything else for dancers, literally across the board, reject, reject, reject. So it's like, I don't know, it's just very hard to understand. A lot of these things aren't even aren't even that much. Like I'm seeing like an offer to $35 flat fee for background actors who have to make their spend their own time styling their hair and makeup. I mean, it's just like insane. Yeah, I mean, and the list that I'm looking at too, I'm not sure where you're looking at yours, yeah. but the the one that I found here it was talking about other things that are just kind of like courtesy things that aren't difficult and wouldn't really cost much money at all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like this one, for example, is consultations with qualified hair and makeup professionals for all performers on set to ensure equ equity for performers of color 
and right. uh, requirements to have proper tools to do execute doing their hair and makeup correctly. Mm-hmm. And they said that they would be willing to do this for principal, but background actors are on their own. That's really insane because um, what? Do you want everyone in hair in the background to just not look okay at all, to be shiny as hell and their hair to be just destroyed? Because like the problem is, is like, literally all they're going to do is last looks anyway and some touch-ups it really doesn't it, it, it i think they just want to cut down on paying really this is hurting actually um like iotsi this is hurting like the makeup artists um this one too because what we're doing is we're we're bargaining not just for ourselves we're making sure that everyone that's that's working with actors is getting a fair share as well and one of the things that we we passed at convention. It was two cycles ago. It was one of the ones that I voted up for sure was that people who um, people of color who come to set, a lot of times the makeup artists have zero idea to do their hair, how to do their hair, which is insane. Cause your job is a makeup artist. You should be able to do black hair. You should be able to do any kind of textured hair. Um, and so, yeah, we just asked for literally people to help to do background. Like they already are doing, but now they're trying to get rid of that. Cause they're trying to get rid of background, obviously. So they're trying to get rid of that as well, which is just, Wow, crazy. This this one actually really is kind of not, I, I guess, shocking to me, but I guess not surprising, I guess, in a way. Um, but it was saying that they were, <clears throat> they're asking that series regulars, to, to stop pretending that series regulars are becoming residents of a new state or country when they go on location and then, and then adequately pay them for their re- relocation costs. And they basically were like, ah, here's some stipends that can like, realistically reflect the cost of relocating maybe yep Yep. how how in what world does someone appear on something that millions of people are watching and let's say they live in new york but it's shooting in nevada and they have to pay themselves to get to stay in nevada while they're working there what is no sense hell is going on yeah it doesn't make any sense um so i mean i think it's just kind of like what what is really jumping out at at me and has been from the beginning is that these are not difficult things that we're asking no like like even even the shared revenue like from streaming like the residuals from streaming that what that was what what like one percent a half percent was it one percent yes out can when you can when you like pit that against the rest of their revenue and profit it's like that that's nothing it's a drop in the bucket and it's not yeah. like it's coming out of their pocket anyway no and like, it's not from their work i mean it's just like insane it's like we're asking for a fair share of what we actually do yeah it's like so insane it's like as if i, I painted a painting and it was uh, immaculate and some dude just came over grabbed it and was like cool 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 and then made like five hundred dollars off my painting and here's he's like here's a dollar thank you for your work and like that's what this is literally yeah. That's what this is with the way that they're, they're paid and the way, and I love the cry for, we need more money when you guys are giving yourselves money and PTP, you're giving yourselves money. You're paying yourselves. That's like, so corrupt. Yeah. Well, and it's also then, you know, the lack of transparency of how, how much they're actually bringing in per streaming Mm -hmm. show where they don't Mm -hmm. actually give you the metrics or the data of like how much like the Gilded Age is being streamed and how much revenue they get from, from that. And the only reason I chose Gilded Age is because we saw one of the actors from Gilded Age. It took took me the whole day to figure out who it was. (laughs) I was like, why do I know this face? It's like, oh, right. Gilded, she runs the kitchen. She was um, yeah. Oh my god! But also, Douglas Hills come March, so I can look at you all day oh. long. Uh, anyway, uh, um, yeah. So it's bad. I mean, it's just like 
I mean, there's stuff about our pension and health, like residuals helping with that. That's a, that's a no brainer that costs them not as that doesn't cost them really anything. And it's just going to our retirement so we can retire and be sort of okay. And they just were like rejected, like not even a, not even a thought. So yeah, I just want to reiterate that. Yes, we are seg after. Yes. Every single famous actor that you see for the most part, pretty much every single one is a member of our union. Correct. But they make up a, just a small percentage of the membership. We have 160,000 strong. Um, and I don't even know what percentage is, but it's not much can even make the 25,000 a year to afford the pension and health and the healthcare and all this other stuff. So I just think it's really, yeah, I think it's just really shameful. And I think, um, the only thing I'm seeing in the media that seems to be negative towards us are people assuming that we're all rich. Which which just feels like a smear campaign. Like that, yeah, that's, that's it's so that dumb. dumb. <clears throat> well, and there was also something that uh was uh, that came across my little news feed on the Instagrams too, uh, that the media coverage that we're getting uh on across the board from a lot of the main media outlets, <clears throat> like the it's it's um this guy Zach Borenstein, who I follow, he's kind of a snarky guy, but I I appreciate his yeah. content. Sure. Um he says, struggling to figure out why the WGA slash SAG after strikes are getting negative news coverage on CNN, owned by Warner Brothers, <laughs> MSNBC, owned by Universal, mm. ABC, owned by Disney, yep. CBS News, owned by Paramount, and Fox News, owned by Hitler. Yeah, seriously, that's it. Yeah. Owned by the devil. Right, but um, it, it's it's disconcerting, especially with the after connection that, you know, those news organizations, despite that they're, despite the fact, well, I guess in yeah. spite of the fact that they they are owned by these giant studios are not really giving real information. And that whole, we're all millionaires story is coming through there. Yep. So that that's doesn't make I, sense. Yeah. That's what I want to say too. It's like, that is why it's so powerful that we have social media, that we have our voices here on this podcast, that we have the ability to show what's happening on the front lines. Like we were today. Um, and I'll be continuing to do day in and day out until this is over. Um, that's really important that we're able to reach people immediately through social media. I think it's very important that anyone who's listening to this, that is watching any of those major news corporations, they're going to get a watered down version of what's happening or a completely not correct version of what's happening. Um, just keep that in mind because um, the, the pockets are lined. Uh, these, these stations, although some of them I do respect um, are still run by these members of the MPTP or the CEOs or figureheads of these places so and and just to point out too like that you can get a watered down slash incorrect version of this on social media too which is why it's important that you pay attention yes. to who you're listening to right and go straight to the source like always sagafterstrike.org will have the yeah. most up-to-date accurate information on this yep. always like you can listen to us you can listen to sarah you can look, mm -hmm. look on our social medias mm -hmm. we're being very active on there and there are certainly other people who are in the know who are doing the same, but being careful and aware of who you're listening to. Yeah. And um, always start with SEG after itself. Always start always. with SEG after at SEG after on Instagram. They're everywhere. They're a huge following. Just and they have a gr they're great presence. They're very active on their social media. And and that's one thing that I like about that about that union is that they are very transparent and their communication is stellar. And they keep their membership body in the know. Yep. Knowledge is power. And um, yeah, I mean, we we literally are a country that's 
that's born on the backs of labor and in so many ways. And if we lose the rights that we are deserved as a late, as the labor laborers, um, we've already lost. So this is what democracy is. This is what it should be. And, um, I don't know. We will united. We stand divided. We fall. So the more stuff you hear, that's like negative stuff, literally all any of us want is just to have a living wage and and come to the table to now negotiate, please actually negotiate with us. That's all we're asking. Just do it. And on on top of that, just to kind of point back to the social media component of this as well, for anyone who would be joining a a picket line, for anyone who does Mm -hmm. want to get involved in this conversation, Mm -hmm. being on social media and pointing to the fact that these news organizations or other outlets are not covering the right thing or they're covering it inaccurately or they're just putting smear campaigns out there Mm -hmm. use your voice on your social media platform because that destabilizes the people at the top there are more of us than there are of them so like you use what voice you have to destabilize it and like that's one thing that i really do love about social media i know that we all have like different feelings about it and i certainly have days where i fucking hate it but like (laughs) being able to have to, to democratize communication like that where it's literally in the hands of every single person to have the ability to create a video to talk about their story, what's happening, what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that is why I love social media mm-hmm. and to use it in the context of this SAG after strike and the WGA strike and the, just this labor movement in general is going to be pivotal in being able to get what we want because it is showing them that there are more of us than them and that we yeah. do, we aren't afraid to use our voices and we will show up on picket lines. Yes. And, and what I love too is high profile members are showing up and they're, they're speaking out against, you know, what's happening, even like, um, what was it um, for Oppenheimer? I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone from top to bottom, director, actors, all of them are are walking out of like red carpet events or just talking about it. And that's what we need. We need, we need that. We need that. We need that solidarity. We do. And we we saw videos of Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda who are mm-hmm. on the lines out in L.A. Yep. Um, you know, to no one's surprise, Jane Fonda is just like the queen of protests. Queen I of fucking spirit. love her. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Oh, what a star. But I also would say, and I think this is kind of something to point out that's important. Um, You and I talked last night, our friend uh sent us a video of someone who is very possibly and probably scabbing they were invited to the barbie premiere and posted about it and tagged barbie and wb for for inviting them and this that and the next thing and so like you know scabbing is super dangerous for the solidarity and the unification of a union so if you see someone who's potentially doing that Make sure you understand the rules first, because we don't want to drag people who are doing the right thing. Again, there are contracts that you are allowed to work under within this parameter, like within these parameters. But, you know, so don't go to for anyone's throat just yet, but just keep an eye out for things that are specifically TV and film. Right. And this is a message to anyone who is um, supporting that as an actor. Like if you are scabbing, if you are showing yourself um, at these events, supporting projects that are for. Uh, these specific producers and corporations you are scabbing and you will make us uh, you will weaken the whole system and no one will forget. That's for sure. So when we do win, which we will, because they're losing millions and millions of dollars every single day. And that's their, that's what they care about is money. We got all day, baby. We got all day. We're creatives. We're artists. We're going to last. We're not afraid. We will figure it out. We're not afraid to be broke, baby. 
but you guys are. That's literally your job is to not not have money. So you're losing it every single day. LA is shut down. New York is basically shut down. So there's really not a lot to say other than uh, sit down with us and pay up. Not you, said, you said that it was about 30 million a day. Something like that. Yeah, that's the numbers we're hearing. I don't know. I wanna I don't wanna be super exact about that, but they're I will say this, they're losing millions of dollars. Losing every day million. It, there's no question. They're not shooting anything in Los Angeles. Uh, that's that's remotely scripted other than commercials. Same thing in New York. They're really not filming anything. So it's like, think about how much money is being lost on the daily. Yeah. And think how much money is being lost on our end from us working. We're losing money every day, but they're losing it for their companies. And that's literally their one job. So. Well, and I wonder, I th- I think this is related, <laughs> but you know, I think I think this is true, but I, I'm going to throw it out there knowing that I could be completely off base. But a lot of the revenue that they would be use, losing would be ad sales. And so therefore, arguably, the companies that are paying for those ad sales are losing revenue by not having their ads present on these platforms. Yep. So it's just this huge trickle down effect that is like, you know, it it comes from the top down. And so like not only are the networks losing money, but so are these corporations and so are you know, the sub companies in which they function. And so it's just like this big mess where there's going to be a lot of pressure for them to act and negotiate and do the things. And it might feel hopeless to those of us who are the little tiny ants on the ground, but you know, but this, but this, but these ants, we are the ones who are on the screen. You're not exactly. Exactly. Well, and like you said, we have nothing to lose, nothing to lose because we have everything to gain by, by doing this. Um, we, we've been out of work before we've had things where, you know, we're actors we're, and a lot, I can only speak for actors cause that's what I am. And, you know, we're used to auditioning and maybe not getting it and just keep it moving and working on our craft and booking other things to carry us along and do it. This is not new. This is not new to us, but this is new to the MPTP, especially a lot of the members here that are brand new or just came back like Bob, who just came back and here he is. So, um, it's yeah, giving, I mean, it's giving super villain. It's giving villain. It's giving corporate. <laughs> it's giving bullshit i mean it's also giving stupidity i mean i literally if you just would agree to uh treating us properly like human beings like fellow human beings which i think they're human so why are you acting like ai is what they are like you're not robots are you because i thought you were people so we're also people and we're the ones that are creative and, and everything's built upon us so as Fran Dresser said, they keep saying in private to them, and I know we know all about negotiations now. We can see anything that they said privately, pretty much, um, that they kept saying we were the center of the wheel. You guys are the center of the wheel. You're what you're what we need to then blah blah blah. But then you treat us like we're not even in the wheel. The, right. Be in the car. Yeah. What, what, how, how does this all happen without us? Good luck. Well, I mean, and I'm this is not specific to the television industry, but I had a I had a job interview not too long ago for a pretty big organization and one of the things that they kept re- referencing was their the the thing I don't want to give this away too much. It was a sports team essentially. Right. Um and I was up for a position with them that would have been like a chief of staff adjacent. I was like on my second or third interview and the person that I was speaking to kept saying, you know, oh when you see the product on the field. And I was like, you mean the players? You mean More. the people who are on the field the and kept referring to them as the product. And I was like, am I missing something? Are we making shampoo here? Like, what is... These are human bodies. And kept referring to the particular people on this particular field as the product. And it really bothered me. 
And it makes me feel as if, though, the people who are head of these studios feel the same way. We are the product. We're not the people. We're the product. And so then reminding them, you know, it's been however long since the last strike where we had any kind of real negotiation. So reminding them, like, hello, we are people down here and not a product. We create a product for you. You're going to have no product if we're not involved. So you don't have the product right now. You don't even have the products. I know you're saying Disney boy that you don't make Disney movies or films, but that's all you do, y'all. That's literally all you, you do. <laughs> Disney, you don't got your, you don't have the product, babes. So you you screwing up from day one. You're wrong. Day one. Yeah. Wrong. yeah. So I mean, really, that's the best thing. And I and I also want to say too, it's like, um, please remember that we are we are so supported. We're actually more supported. Um, we have a stronger, oh, this is another great thing. In the United States, um, union um, positivity has gone way up, um, almost to 80%, I believe, like 70 something. Are Everyone is, a lot of people are pro-union. And I have a lot of people that um, historically might not have been pro-union. Some of friends that are maybe conservative or whatever have been very pro what we're doing. So that's really nice to see. And it's also nice to see that Regardless of wherever you stand, this isn't political. This is literally our lives. This is literally us fighting for the rights of human beings, individuals too, not just a collective. Our individual rights as as our images. I only look like me. You're the only one who looks like you. We're protecting that. That's very important. Um, So yeah, I think this is like so the right side of history. This is going to be one of those times where people are going to look back and be like, oof, yeah, I'm glad they I'm glad they did that, or we'd be in a mess. Thank God for that. But also, I think, too, it's like we we can do this and we have so much support. Um, there's there's really nothing really negative uh, coming at us other than anything the AMPTP is putting out there and just pure uh, ignorance. And that's yeah. kind of that's kind of it. Well, and obviously, like that, what's coming out from them is calculated and they're doing 100%. That for a reason. Um, I do kind of want to comment on the not political part of it, not because I think that this isn't that this isn't political. I do think well, it is everything political. is political. What we do is a civil of course, thing. of course. Yeah. And and I'm 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 comforted in knowing that the the union support kind of feel vibe around the country is as high as it is, you know. But to tie that into politics, like we need to start focusing on more politicians who are pro union and yes. vote for them. The yes. reason the reason why we're in the situation that we're in across a lot of these labor industries is because unions have been villainized and dismantled over the years through politicians who are anti-union who are like they they kind of fucked shit up for the last 50 60 70 years and so getting that kind of awakening with the labor force and and showing them like hey this is why unions are good and sag after gets to lead the way with the wga yeah uh, to show this on a very very public platform forum <clears throat> by saying unions are good this is why this is what we're fighting for you can too yep and and honestly you guys would have zero weekends without unions there's so many things we wouldn't have 40-day work week there's there's certain things we wouldn't even have if we didn't yeah. have before unions those weren't even things so child labor laws i mean yeah. we, we wouldn't have had those without unions yeah, I think minimum Saturday, wage, minimum wage too. Minimum yes. wage weekends, forty-hour work week, child labor laws—that was all the New Deal. Yep. Um, and you know, I think I I personally feel like Newsies should be required. Viewing. Oh my god, Newsies, <laughs> is so good. Newsies should be required. It's really good. I mean, it's literally what's happening. That's what's so crazy is like it's literally what's happening. And the world will know because um, and the journal too, because it's literally some people 
and in the movie it's one guy but it's other guys as well always these guys around the table um trying to just squeeze out an extra whatever from the people that are the ones that are the workers um and it's just happening again this is literally what's happening and um yeah it's inhuman so we don't get it and also um yeah, I want to say another notable, some notable figures like the president of New York, SAG after Ezra Knight was there. He's my buddy, boo, too. Adore him. Um, yeah, uh, Rebecca Damon, our NED of, of uh, New York, um, or not, uh, executive director of New York. Yeah, she is just so wonderful. She's been our president before. She's been our national vice president mm-hmm. before she was on the floor today. So everybody's here. Everybody's actually showing up and is here and engaged. So you know, I don't see a lot of engagement other than just, uh, you know, a blurb here and there from the other side. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I think we've covered a lot of this. And if we can, I would love to close on a Newsies lyric. Let's do it. Let's do it. It was one. It's I've done this show every single night singing this backstage because, like, you know, we had to sing backstage because the Newsies are dancing their faces off and we were there to support um the the vocals of the, of those guys dancing their faces off but um it was my favorite part i cried almost every single night at this part but i think it's so true for where we're at right now and again newsy is required viewing whether you watch the musical version or the movie version this is Batman, specific christian bale exactly this is specific to the the musical version but the line is there's change coming once and for all you're getting too old too weak to keep holding on a new world is gunning for you and Joe, one of the characters. We is too, till once and for all you're gone. Mm-hmm. And like musically, that is an epic moment. And yeah. that is kind of why we are all crying backstage. But yeah. it's true. They're getting too weak and too old. And it's time for change. Yep. Get these it's people out. Bye. Get out. And pa- with and- us or get out and pay us. You're so... So, I know we said goodbye already, but as we were leaving, Sarah yep. and I were perusing Instagram to b- debrief on what we just did, and we have some literal, actual breaking news here from The Hollywood Reporter. Tell it tell it to everyone, Ed. Read it. I will. I have it pulled up right now. So, the headline is, IATSE, which is the stagehands and a lot of crew uh, on TV film, but also theater have held a strike authorization vote for theater workers on the pink contract, which is a wardrobe personnel, hair and makeup who work Mm. across 28 productions on Broadway and 17 tours. Um, They have been in negotiations for years. Uh, My friend, Kevin Thomas Garcia has been talking about this. My friend, Jamison Sampson, uh, Jamie Sampson has been talking about this on social media a lot. Um, they have not been under contract and have still been working for the last like year and a half, two what? years or something like that. I don't remember what the exact number is, but um, they are conducting a strike authorization vote right now after the theatrical crew union says talks with the Broadway League and Disney theatrical productions have stalled. Oh. Shocked to death on that one. Shock, shock, shock. I mean, do you guys not do theater either down Disney, Bob? Tell us more. Right. Like, is that not your core content? (laughs) Profit lever. Um, What that means is, for everyone who doesn't know what a strike authorization vote is, because we did this ourselves, um, basically, strike authorization is asking the membership if we were to get to the point where we will be uh, considering striking and negotiations do not uh, amount to anything or they break down. 
will we immediately then ask their board to go to strike and then you can go immediately. So we use that on our own. We had a strike authorization vote where we got, uh, I think it was 97% plus said yes um, of our memberships. So amazing, such a show of solidarity. Um, we asked, I was on sitting on the national when this happened. We asked the, the body, which I'm also a member to vote. Yes, of course I voted yes. Um, and once it came back, then we took that card with us, aka that we could strike at any moment card into negotiations. I think that's why we're able to even extend at some point. I think we were maybe getting somewhere, but locking in without that threat of like, we are going to strike if we do not find an agreement here because this is hurting us um, really is great incentive and great leverage. Now, if things break down, we will do it. And we've shown that we will. So I'm really excited to hear if these folks um, over there in IATSE at that contract um, if they vote for a strike authorization, if they vote yes, then they can immediately probably go into a strike considering that their contract is now void. So I'm wondering yeah. if um, I'm wondering if they'll go back in negotiations or maybe they'll actually come to the table again. Um, but if an authorization doesn't mean they will strike. It means that the body accepts the fact that they will so they can at the, yes. at the discretion of the leadership. Yes. And, and this is basically saying exactly what you just said. The union needs to reach a threshold of 75% yes votes to move forward with the authorization. Yeah, we got 97, so I'm sure they can do it too. Yeah, yeah. However, reaching that threshold does not necessarily mean a strike will be called, but rather that IATSE uh, can call if needed. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to correct myself on <clears throat> is the contract. Uh, the previous contract had been in effect from July 1st, 2019 through July 2nd, 2023, but the members have been working under the previous terms for as long as uh, the talks were productive. The first negotiation session was held May 25th. The two parties met for a 19-hour bargaining session starting Monday evening. No additional sessions have been scheduled as of Wednesday morning. According to the union, some progress has been made, including tentative agreements on employer-provided health care without making cuts to plans or increasing out-of-pocket costs, as well as gaining employer-provided housing for touring crews in a first for the pink contract workers. However, there are still sticking points around increased wages and settling weekly and daily sure. rest periods. So I just wanted to correct myself on that timeline because sure. that what I said was incorrect. Great. Well, either way... Um... I think I think this is just a show that we there's a revolution afoot. I mean, re it very much feels that way. Like there, we're just one by one, we're just like pulling the strings yeah. out. You know, yeah. like WGA now us yeah. now them. Yeah. You know what's next? You know, like I, I this actually really excites me. No, it's know? exciting. It's actually really um, it's a gorgeous show of solidarity and humanity, and yeah. Uh, and 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 sticking up for your peeps, and I'm I'm so glad we're doing that. And I think this is a revolution. I think this year will go down in history for being the year that so many people, uh, laborers, people, just uh, people who are working, uh, stood up for their rights. And um, this is going to be a a big wave of change, just like the '60s were. So I, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Well, and as the great friend Drescher said, mm. eventually they broke down the doors of Versailles. And then it's over. <laughs> and then it's over. Over. God, I love her. Oh, my God, me too. All right. Can furniture on the Titanic? Just an icon. Oh. <laughs> okay, now we're actually okay, now we leaving now. Go. <laughs> God, I hope we don't find any more breaking oh, news, yeah, but I'm also I hope we do. Dan like, yeah. Iger just told us he's the silly goose and everything's fine. Right, ooh, silly goose. Oh, Bob Iger, whatever stupid name is. I forget his name because it's just a guy. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Pay us. You're pay us. so pay us the rich. Mic. Uh, pay me. Pay me.